Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I've got Julio Consiglio here today, and we're going to talk about opening your third eye. So, you guys, if you're interested in, you know, opening up to the divine and opening up to some more messages, this is going to be a really fun and interesting show to watch. So, make sure you share it with your friends and definitely hit that subscribe button because it does help me. Now, before I bring him on, I want to talk about something that just came across um, recently, just like 45 minutes ago. It's about the border crisis. And uh, looks like Graham has called on Biden to, abo- to appoint Jen Johnson as the border czar, he calls it. So he's saying uh, Representative Henry uh, Kohler and Senator Lindsey Graham urged President Biden on Friday, and this has happened like an hour ago, 45 minutes ago, they urged President Biden on Friday to name Obama-era Department of Homeland Security uh Jeb Johnson to a uh, special role focusing on dealing with migrants at the border. And they're saying that it's gotten so terrible that they need somebody to take action. This has gone on for six months. Um, People are just streaming across the border. It says uh, neither um, Graham have discussed their, their proposition with Johnson or know if he would be interested in the job, but they told reporters that they would accept someone with similar credentials. So they're just trying to get something done because it's a it's a mess down there, you guys. It's just uh, there seems like there's no end to it. So I want to bring that up because I just think it's really um, important that we all know what's happening at our U.S.-Mexico border. The other thing I want to bring up, here's some good news for today. So a wildlife fan who set up a camera in a bird box to film a family of blue, looks like blue tights were stunned when um, 43-year-old John Chaddock started live streaming the footage of the birds. Their chicks were so um, in love. They, they have pictures. Look at these two birds, you guys. Isn't this great? And they and they have this whole thing going on where it's live and they can see what's ha- going on with these birds and all the neighbors and friends have come on. And there's been like millions of people that have watched these lovebirds. Look at this. This is awesome. So anyway, that's my good news for today. <laughs> so there you have it. Hey, listen, um, I want to bring Julio on and let me give you some of his background. He's a spiritual teacher. He's an author who focuses on transformation I'm sorry, transformative powers of inner stillness, the mind-body-spirit connection, and psychic ability development. He's right up our alley, you guys. His message is that there is life beyond fear and um, instant thinking, and it's found in the dimensions of inner stillness, and Julio currently offers his his consciousness-based teachings to individuals and groups. Welcome to High Road to Humanity, Julio. Thank you for having me, Nancy. It's a great pleasure to be here. I'm excited that you're here, and I I, I want to read something before you tell your story. You guys, this is the introduction. I'm going to read this really quick out of his book. Listen to this. There isn't a human being on the planet that doesn't have some level of psychic ability. It's simply encoded within us, he says. 
It's just a part of who we are as spiritual beings. I should mention this right from the start. It's not so much that the third eye and all its spiritual faculties are dormant within us, but rather that most people are unaware of it and its capabilities due to the veil of this world and the physical senses. We have been given a very powerful gift, but without opening it, without activating it and developing it, we close ourselves off to potential possibilities and fulfillment of our life's purpose. Wow. Tell us your story. How did you figure this out? Uh, I took the long, hard road uh, to activating the third eye, but it doesn't need to be that way. Mm-hmm. I uh, grew up in uh, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and I was educated in the United States. Okay. And upon starting my, my schooling there, I remember walking into class and just being bombarded by a lot of negative energy. It was like walking into a sauna, and I really didn't understand what was going on yet. Uh, I I, I grew up working in my dad's hardware store, dealing with people, never experienced anything like this as a kid or, you know, as a teenager. So I pushed through and I graduated uh, dental hygiene, went on to become an instructor as well Mm -hmm. at a local college. And I was continuously feeling these, these uneasy feelings. I felt incredibly sensitive to the energy around me and that of others. Mm -hmm. So time passed. And uh, by the time I hit 24, I had my older brother, uh, Steve, who suddenly got diagnosed with cancer. And uh, he battled for about a year and passed away at 33. Yeah. So that is uh, traumatic, to say the least, and it left me with a lot of questions. Uh, I tried to move forward and eventually married my high school sweetheart, oh. uh, only, only to see that crumble 15 months later. Yeah, I read that in your book. You went through divorce, you went through cancer. Yeah. And then tell the audience what happened. So, so following that, uh, I, 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 the year later, I, I had a cancer diagnosis. Now, you would think that would be enough to, to create a shift. But it was actually my evening. You know, I had an evening with a, a night terror. And that was the final straw. Tell the story. Do you mind? No, uh, no, absolutely. So I went to bed one night and uh, I'm, I've always been a light sleeper. And at around 3 a.m., I was suddenly alarmed by this presence, this very negative feeling hovering above me. As I looked at my bed sheets, I can remember them being pulled off me. So I sat up startled mm-hmm. and more in shock than anything else. I don't even want to say I was afraid, shocked uh, mm-hmm. what was going on. Went downstairs, said a few prayers. When I went back to my bedroom to get ready for work at the dental office for the next day, I could still sense it around the threshold. So I walked past it and essentially told it to take a hike, jumped in the shower. And that's when I called out. And that's when I sort of hit my low. I needed to no, I needed to have another way because I couldn't continue with this. Did you ask God for help? Exactly. So I literally called out, show me another way uh, because the emotional pain and everything I'd gone through uh, those years of uh, dealing with uh, negative energy, I needed uh, answers. 
Right. Well, and so you started to search and that's how you started to realize about our chakras. Did you start to learn about the spirituality? Did you start meditating? What did you do? No. So what happened was uh, about a few weeks went by and I had been staring at a book by Dr. Daniel Amen of of all names. I know. I read that. (laughs) I finally I finally bought it. And there was a phrase uh, in that book. I didn't get past page 66, something like that in that book. Yeah. And the thought and the sentence went something like, when you allow negative thoughts to go unchallenged, well, that struck a massive chord in me. So what happened was I went to work one day and I had the book in my car mm-hmm. and I had a patient cancel. And what I would do is always is jump in my car, drive off to the side street and try to relax. Because you're, you're dealing with people that uh, are experiencing a lot of fear in that environment. So mm-hmm. I wanted a break. And as I began to reflect on that statement, a voice as audible as anything else came through my chest and said, challenge your thoughts. And in that instant, my forehead began to vibrate intensely. And I can remember clearly turning my head and experiencing what I would call clarity. Mm-hmm. Challenge your negative thoughts. Yeah, I just, uh, that's true. And I want to talk about that today. Challenge your thoughts because we have to, I'm working on it myself. I'm reprogramming. I call it reprogramming, but I love how you talk about this. You say, clarity became my friend, and I realized the power that comes from living in the moment. So, Coming into this world, uh, and I, I want to emphasize this, there, there's nothing wrong with, with the third dimension or ego consciousness right. that we experience. We have to experience that in order to, to shift and, and evolve. Right. But, but what I found, what I was stuck is, was between the past and the future. And that's what that dimension of consciousness offers. So the way to transcend that and to begin to transcend that is to realize the reality of the present moment. And what that moment is essentially also is the ascension ladder to higher frequencies and dimensions of consciousness. When you live in the now, when you live in the moment. Now, was it hard for you? Did you, so you had to make a conscious effort because I mean, I, I've had to make a conscious effort and I still have to bring myself back. Do you, do you have that as well? Is it a constant for you? Uh, I, I have to say when, when the third eye was activated, I was in a surrendered state. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even trying to shut off negativity at that moment. It mm-hmm. took over. I, it, it, I describe it as a force. And once I moved out of the way, it's like my soul took over and mm-hmm. just automatically began to shut it down. Right. And that's why this was such an important um, thing that, so the negativity from your cancer, which was probably caused by negativity and you held it all in, which is what caused this disease in the body and all of that. It's hard to let go as well. When you have a divorce, I will say that it's hard to uh, forgive and it's hard to move forward. So all of that, what you're saying is all of that stuff that had built up once your third eye opened, then it just kind of melted away. Way is what you're telling me. 
that's, I would say exactly that okay. or dissolved. And I began experiencing, for example, with regards to that failed marriage, just radical forgiveness. I was, ex- yeah. I was giving out uh, forgiveness like it was uh, candy on. Halloween. I love it. Hey, we got to go to commercial break. You guys, I'm here today with Julio Consiglio. His book is called Open Your Third Eye, Activate Your Sixth chakra and develop your psychic abilities okay this is nancy Earl. this is high road to humanity and we will be right back hang on we have more stories to tell on high road to humanity check out nancy's website nancyyearout.com to book a session with nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Julio Consiglio. His book is called Open Your Third Eye. And what I want to talk to you about really quick is, um, you know, connecting. And that's why I do this show, um, so that we all start to learn to connect uh, to the information, to the divine, to God, however you want to, you know, talk about this. And um, I just think it's really important that people start, you started to say that we're getting uh, on the break, that we're getting to a point where everybody's going to connect. Talk about that a minute. So the challenges that we're seeing in the collective right now is actually a reflection of individual consciousness. So life is always speaking to us. Mm -hmm. And when we allow those messages to go unheard, they do get louder and louder. And that's, that's just coming from my own experience. So what we're seeing right now is unresolved aspects of the collective consciousness, which again, is a reflection of individual. So what the universe is saying to us is the way we've been operating 
in third dimensional consciousness, which is the belief in separation from each other, mm -hmm. from everyone else and from source, that's not working. So mm -hmm. it's a wake up call to remember who we are, take responsibility and consciously manifest our reality. Right. Because we have that ability. We're little manifestors. And I tell people that all the time, you know, and you, and it's hard to, I will say this, um, I've gotten to a point now, I'm, I'm like to the point where I, I've let go and let God handle things and know that everything's going to be okay. And I don't have to worry. Um, because when you do your life purpose, when you're when you're living your life purpose, you just kind of let go and everything's okay. What do you think? Uh, I, I find, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I find that when yeah. we're trying to control uh, situations or resisting circumstances, we're actually perpetuating them. So it's mm -hmm. actually realizing that circumstances for the most part are temporary. They're temporal because it's the way we perceive them. So third dimensional consciousness or ego consciousness is we are living from the outside in right and in 5d we are living from the inside out right you know i want to go back to the negative thinking because a lot of people and you give an exercise in your book um you say how to change negative thinking and then you have a challenge on negative thinking exercise can you tell the audience that would be something that would help people i think how to do uh, that Absolutely. So the, mm -hmm. the first step is to become aware. Awareness is everything. So it's first is becoming aware and conscious when you're experiencing an automatic negative thought. They will tend to arise as either fear, uncertainty, doubt, anything, anger. So the first step is to observe it, become aware of it. Now mm -hmm. you have a choice. We can react to it and thereby energizing the egoic or thinking mind and perpetuating that, what I describe as suffering, right. or we can begin to observe it. And th this is what's really important is, and we've been conditioned to think if we hold things in, it's not healthy, but the power and the consciousness, which is within us, which is unconditional love, that is our inner being, right. is more than capable of, able, of able to alchemize and transmute that. So observing realizing that that is the thinking mind mm -hmm. and most times it's based in fear and i like to see fear as essentially illusory in nature relative to our spiritual being which is unchanging that inner stillness so the thinking mind is always changing always perceiving becoming aware of that observing and then challenging it so if the thought comes i'm stuck i'm never going to get ahead you observe it not through non-reaction you let that go and then you place the conscious thought i'm already moving forward in my life right. starting with that i am i like that well i'm into affirmations and uh i say affirmations every day i just do and i always feel better after i say them too you know and my affirmations change but it's that energy of you know and it's it's what i believe it's the energy that you're putting out to the universe and you do get back what you put out and i love what you're talking about with the negative thoughts cuz i get that and it happens a lot and what happens i think well i know is that it's like your mind holds on to these things until you can reprogram it out you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, right? Absolutely. absolutely. That's, yeah. And some of this stuff's come from childhood. 
yes, we, we hang yeah. on to memories and, and events. And, that, and that's what the thinking mind does. It collects and stores. So becoming conscious of it is the first step of creating that space between who you truly are mm-hmm. and that thinking mind. That's awareness. Right. Well, and it's, it's living in a higher dimension and, and you write in here and you have some affirmations. You have, I am happy. I am grateful for this. So when, so when a bad thought comes in, you just change it to a positive thought and that's what you've gotten to do. I want to talk a little bit and I want to understand something. Um, my daughter was on the phone with me yesterday and I said, oh, I'm going to have this gentleman on and we're going to talk about the third eye. And she goes, you know, that's coming through. It's, it's the soft spot on babies. And I said, really? And I never thought about that. And she said, you know, the soft spot on babies' heads when they're little, it's still open. And that's why they're still intuitive. And she goes, a lot of people call that the third eye. And I thought about it. I was going to ask you about what you thought. I thought about it because when I meditate and I'm like you, you have clear cognizance like I do. We have a clear knowing of things. And I pick up that you're an empath too. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, but okay. I'm not reading you. I just know. Um, no, but but what do you think? Because what I and the reason I'm asking with this is because my information comes from God directly through my crown chakra. It doesn't come through my third eye. It comes through my head. So what's the difference? What I would say, and I don't mean to read you, but your third eye is already open. So it's instant. The downloads are instant. So I know. It, it's, it's just that, aware, it's just <laughs> oh, that yeah. awearness. So it, it, it's essentially that doorway to expanded consciousness. And, okay. and I like to make this, I like to remind people that wisdom essentially is a one-way street from source energy to the you betcha. mind. That's exactly right. You know, and don't you feel fortunate? I will just say this. I feel so blessed that I have a connection with God and I know things. It helps you literally in everyday life. The discernment that comes from it, being able to read a situation or a room. Um, I've had some experiences that are just just unimaginable. But the last few years, I've had so many psychic events happen. I couldn't keep these to myself anymore. And this is why I had to write this book. And that's why you wrote the book. Yeah. Well, and you say um, in here, intention leads to clear focus, clarity. You start talking about that. Talk about that a little bit, the intention. Intention is important because it, it, it clears everything up in terms of what you want to create in your life. Mm-hmm. And it directs you, it directs the mind to that which you want to you know, create in your life. So if we are living without vision, without intention, you're sort of like a ship without a sail. You're sort of bobbing left and right. So we want to create a vision in our lives. And you want to come from a space that any and all things are possible. And when when you're connected with source, you Mm -hmm. understand that. Right. No, that's absolutely true. I want to go back really quick. I wrote down a quote. You were talking about response versus reaction, which this is really when you evolve and you start to open up, you look at things differently and you say a powerful energy shifting way to bring you closer to chakra activation, um, responding rather than reacting. And because that's what, you know, when you're in 3D, you react. When you're in 5D, uh, you respond. Exactly. So, responding uh, to life's situations or life circumstances or your own thoughts, responding through awareness and observation, that aligns you closer to the seat of the soul, which is the third eye. The, the more one reacts to, 
uh, to situations and, and their own thinking is, is pulling us further and further away from our inner being and into that uh, lower frequency. Yeah. And I don't like being, you know, and, and it's funny, um, we've talked about different, there's different uh, levels of where you're at, you know, 5D, 60, 70, it goes all the way up. So it's, it's a whole situation. Hey, listen, um, I want to know, tell people, we've got about three minutes. I hate to do this to you, but start to talk about how people can activate their sixth chakra. Well, the one, one, some of key points are become very aware of the present moment, the now moment, because that is the ascension ladder. If we are too attached to that past and future, that keeps us in third dimensional reality. The other thing I'll say is that practice of becoming aware when you're experiencing automatic negative thought and then challenging it. In my own experience, when I began to open up that third eye, it automatically shut down negative thoughts. So when you begin to challenge it, you're planting that seed to activate and allow potential, which is a third eye in the quantum field, to possibility. There is already an enlightened being within each and every one of us. Right. And it's already a reality in that quantum field. You know, and I'll just say, uh, people, I'll just tell everybody, you're much happier once you do this. Absolutely. You can like, call it forth. Yeah, I'm just like a happy person. <laughs> I'm much happier than I was before, you know, and, and it's true. And I don't think people realize that. Hey, listen, we got to go to commercial break. I'm here today with Julio Consiglio. His book is called Open Your Third Eye. How do people get in touch with you? I'm on Instagram. So uh, that's J-I-U-L-I-O-C-O-N-S-I-G-L-I-O, as okay. well as Twitter and Facebook. Okay, fantastic. You guys, this is Nancy. You're out. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hold your head high, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Let's hit the high road. 
Hi, this is Nancy Earl, and this is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Julio Consiglio, and he was telling me about his last name, and it means to give counsel. Yeah, in Italian. That's wonderful. I love it. I love it. You were talking about how many brothers and sisters do you have? So I had an older brother and one older mm -hmm. sister and one younger sister. Okay. And they have your abilities? Uh, they are all uh, pretty intuitive and pretty aware. Uh, I, all of us coming in, I want to say, uh, this is going back as far as I can see, we all were, were quite sort of in tune with our environments and uh, quite aware. Okay. When, did your parents realize that you guys, or were your parents uh, intuitive as well? Uh, you know what? I, I think it comes from my father's side. My grandmother was very spiritual. Mm -hmm. um, but my, my dad, you know, by the time I was seven, my dad was already treating me as an adult. He thought this, this kid can do anything. So I was opening up the hardware store at age seven by myself, cutting wow. keys and, you know. So. Well, because you were an evolved soul that came in and you were ahead of your time. Uh, I think he's, he, he probably saw something like that. So he figured mm -hmm. oh, Ju Julio can work on his own. You know, and it's funny because I think I scared my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Because they probably thought, how does this kid know what's going on? <laughs> I think it's funny, actually. <laughs> that, that probably happened with us a, a few times as well. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Because, you know, your dad, you know, he gave you a little bit more. You know, you said you're only seven, but he knew he saw the maturity level that was there in the intelligence and the wisdom that you held. So that's what I'm talking about there. Yeah. So um, continue on. Tell people if they're sitting at home and they're like, okay, I've meditated and I can't seem to get my third eye open. Talk to people. I mean, a lot, I've heard that from a lot of people. Well, I, I just can't do it. I can't sit that long. And, you know, I, I could say a few things to that. The first okay. thing is awareness is everything. So, so that 5D consciousness that inner stillness, which is that frequency of 5D, mm -hmm. it's, it's a matter of being aware of it. So the moment you begin to become conscious of your automatic negative thoughts, mm -hmm. the next step is to become aware of the awareness that is aware of that automatic negative thought. It's becoming aware of the awareness that is aware of the automatic negative thought. That is That could leapfrog someone. So just that awareness... Second thing is, don't try to meditate. Just tune into that master meditator that's already within us. That mm -hmm. mind is perfectly silent always. That's the mind of source. So become, change your focus from ego. So and raise it by the awareness of the now, and become aware of that ever-present stillness. There is a master meditator within all of us. It's just tuning mm -hmm. into it. It is. And you don't have to sit for a long time. I'll just say that. I connect in the morning. I see my prayers and I connect and I say, okay, I always ask, what, what do I need to know today? I get my message, you know, I ground myself and I move forward. You know, I just, I don't know. And it's quick now, probably quicker than it should be, but <laughs> you have the same gifts that I have, which is interesting. So do you have the same thing where you, you meditate, but not for a long time? I essentially just sort of tune in and check in. And then from there, I just sort right. of allow the day unfold. But, yeah. but I, I basically say to people, um, anything could be made a meditation. You could be washing dishes and just be in the moment. That's a meditation. Anything yeah. where you're just focused and present, that's a meditation. Yeah. Now, what 
Why did you decide to finally write this book? What motivated you to put all this down? Because it's a good book, by the way. I just want to say that, by the way, you guys, there's exercises in here. He goes through this step-by-step. It's really very good. What what made you finally say, I'm going to do this? First, let me say you're very gracious and kind. Thank you. Oh, you're um, welcome. Um, uh, I was experiencing, I've been having psychic events happen to me since I was about 18 or 19. Tell us some. Tell us some. Oh, I want to hear. I, Tell I, some stories. Absolutely. So so when I was uh, studying in the United States, I was dating my, my high school sweetheart, and she was still back home in, in Canada. And one day, uh, while walking to school, a stranger started to follow her. And next thing you know, he's chasing her into the school. So she calls me later in the day, frantic, that someone was, was sort of harassing her. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt hopeless. So it began, it, 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 it sort of became worse. And, you know, the phone calls were coming in now, harassing phone calls and, and things like that. So he was stalking her. So he was stalking her. So okay. it got to the point where police and uh, the local phone company were, were actually tapping the calls. So she called me one day and I was in the States and she said, good news. She said, uh, we found out where the calls are coming from. I said, great. Tell me where, because I was coming home every weekend, actually, Nancy, to try to find this guy. I know. I read your story. Yeah. This is, so, this is a good story. So, so and, and I grew up in downtown Hamilton. I've never once started a fight, but we studied martial arts for years. But we, we, back then in the 90s, if there was an issue, a lot of times things were settled with fists. It just, it is what it was. So I just wanted to speak to this individual if I had a chance and say, listen, this has to end. So she wouldn't tell me, we're on the phone, she wouldn't tell me uh, where the calls are coming from. And what I'll describe as a moment of insight, I felt energy shoot down my spine and back up. And I immediately saw in the shape of an eye, Barton and Lotridge. I saw the intersection right in front of me. So I screamed out, Barton and Lotridge, I'm, I'm coming down. She dropped the phone because she couldn't believe that I picked that you up. you knew. Calls yeah. Yeah. And then you went there. Tell, tell about what happened. Yeah. So, so, so it's uh, better, yeah. you guys. <laughs> so, so, so what happened was her brother ended up, uh, it was actually her mother. Her mother was quite intuitive as well. Her mother walking Uh, he was actually making the phone calls from a mile away from where he lived. So he couldn't be sort of found out, but her Mm -hmm. mother uh, that week went for a walk and saw an individual sitting on a balcony above an old closed down hardware store. And she intuitively knew. So I got the call. I was in town. I went down there with her brother and he was just basically, he wasn't there to help me. He was there to sort of control me. And I got out of the car and in no uncertain terms, I said to him, you need to leave her alone and you need to stop this right now you didn't say it out loud uh, i didn't say it loud no 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 so needless to say when i went and checked the next day with the landlord i think it was a day or two later he had moved out he, he just cleared cleared out so yeah i thought that was interesting that you said it telepathically to him yeah exactly yeah <laughs> No, That's I, what really caught me. I was like, whoa, he didn't say anything to him. You just looked at him and thought it. it, it well, well, actually, I was I was I was vocal. But, okay. uh, you know, uh, you know what I what I was saying in my mind, I, he must have picked up on it because he he moved out of the apartment within 24 to 48 hours. He was and you never heard from this guy and she never, never saw again, him again, never again. She went back yeah. to being her, you know, happy go lucky self. Now, have you had any, um, you had the dark entity in your bedroom 
and you told it to go. Have you had any entities try to get in your way um, since you've been doing this work? Well, uh, it's interesting. A couple of years after my shift, I moved into a, a semi uh, in, in the town called Aldershot. And What's a semi? A semi. So two houses joined together. Oh, we call and, it and a it duplex. Was, okay. Yeah, semi. It, I like that. semi. And it was across <laughs> the street from a, a cemetery. And, you know, I, I dedicated essentially a chapter on the paranormal in this book. I could have probably written a book just on the paranormal because that area was a hub but the difference this time around is when I experienced these things, I just observed them with awareness. But it astounded me uh, what I experienced. It, 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 regardless of, of the, uh, uh, you know, the consciousness I'm operating with, it's still, you know, there's that human aspect that's just shocking, you know, what you experience. But there's no fear involved. Right. So what shocked you? What shocked me was one day uh, I, I love, you know, when, when I can, I love to read. So I went out one day, four o'clock in the middle of the afternoon. It was, I believe it was a fall day. And I glanced over to the right to my neighbor's side of the house as I stepped out of my, my townhouse. And I saw a full body, black covered head to toe apparition looking into his blinds, through his oh. blinds. And I estimate it was, it was female, six and a half to seven feet in length. I can still remember the wispiness of the dress. And when it turned, the anger that came over it and seeing the whites of its eyes spoke volumes to me that they're curious. And instantly, she began to sort of circle and circle and circle, and she vanished in front of me. Needless to say, I lived there another six months or a year, and I kept my blinds closed for that time. Not out of fear, it's just the thought of something looking into my, my unit just mm -hmm. sort of didn't sit well. But... Um, do you think it was more of a curiosity than anything? It, it was absolutely curious, and I didn't feel anything negative from it, but um, I just... It was I creepy. Already, it was, was creepy. creepy. Yeah. And I knew anything is possible before that happened. That right. sort of just confirmed, you know, the spiritual realm, you know, and, and consciousness uh, for me. Yeah. And I'll just talk about that if it's okay for a second. And I want to know what you think. I've learned um, since I've become very, very, very intuitive over the last few years, I even more so than I was when I was a kid, people come to me all the time and they're stuck between they have died and they haven't gone on and they see my light. So they come to me and they are like, Hey, and I know they're there. And I usually ask them who they are. And then I send them to the light and they're very grateful. It's, it's nice. It's kind of a good experience, but uh, it's hard to tell a lot of people. Of course, my audience knows I tell my audience all the time, but um, do you have those things happen to you where you send people to the light since you've become so enlightened? I, I haven't had those experiences yet, but I've had, uh, friends who, who I've met, let's say for coffee, uh, parents who have come by and just appeared to me in a vision. And mm -hmm. I'm describing them with perfect accuracy phys physically. Um, you know, I mentioned in the book, being a medium is, is not my calling, but I can certainly teach that to someone because it all is an expression of clarity uh, that mm -hmm. one has. Right. But um, I haven't had that experience yet. Uh, I've had experiences with shadow people and I understand them tremendously well. Ooh, let's talk about that when we come back from commercial break. Hey, you guys, 
Yes, I'm here today with Julio Consiglio. His book is called Open Your Third Eye. This is Nancy Uralt. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Join the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Julio Consiglio. I want to know, Julio, about the, the shadow people. I hear this a lot. Um, talk to us. Tell the audience about this, because I don't know a ton about it. I will say this, and I don't want to bring any bad in, but I've got a lot of... Uh, I will say they try to stop me because they see the work I'm doing, but I'm very protected. I will say that. 
continue. What would you, what would you say about the shadow people? So, so in terms of shadow people, so mm-hmm. we, we come into this world, we take on a physical body right. as souls and we take on an ego. Well, as time passes, we energize that ego, that shadow self. So when a person passes, we leave behind the two densest aspects. We leave the physical body behind and we leave that ego shadow behind. So as beautiful as this world is, I I also like to sort of describe it as a spiritual landfill because wherever a person passes, that's where that egoic shadow is left behind. And those are the shadows that we experience. And we will see them, for example, in cemeteries because they are attached to the body. So they are attachment, you know, by nature. And they energetically, are, you're saying energy, when somebody exactly. dies, the, the spirit goes and the energy that was connected to that body, the ego part stays. Now that's interesting. Absolutely. Because where the soul goes, the ego cannot follow. It's just that's another true. dimension of consciousness. Wow, I never thought it, of it like that. It would actually be consumed by the light of consciousness. So they stay in this reality. They, they can form attachments. They can, you know, haunt houses if they're attached to a house and, um, I had an experience just as I was finishing this book with when I was about to purchase a home okay. uh, and, and it, it really caught me off guard. It, it taught me many things. I'll tell you real quick is that it okay. taught me not to ignore when you get those intuitive feelings. So uh, a few months back, I wanted to purchase, it was like a nice little farmhouse about two hours away from me. And oh. I asked a few questions and the realtor seemed nice. And because of all the restrictions, she said, you know, I'll let you into the house and I'll walk through the house. I'll wait for you in the backyard. Okay. So I walked in and uh, I immediately went to the family room on the left. And it felt she didn't want to go in. Sorry, I'm going to say that she didn't want to go in that house. Bingo. Yes, you're reading. Oh, my God. Oh, Absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. And <laughs> feel free to jump in because so, so she walked in, went straight down the hallway into the backyard. So I went into the first uh, room, the family room on the left. And then the, a big master bedroom was right behind it. So I walk in there and I turn the lights on and there's two big lights in there, Nancy, and it still looked dark. The other thing that struck me when I walked in there, I sensed anger, fear, and literally the smell of death. That's oh, all God. I can describe it. So I, I, I'm trying to ignore it because I love the house. I love the look. Yeah, but you can't. <laughs> but, I, but I'm ignoring it. So I have my little electrical receptacle tester because I grew up in hardware. So I'm checking, you know, the, the electricity and sure. I'm doing measurements. Yeah. So I, I go to the other rooms. They feel neutral. I walk into the, sep- uh, to the garage in the back, which was separate. And when I walked in there, I felt very unwelcomed, almost as if like, what are you doing here? So I even wanted to ignore that. Next thing I know, she's back there and I'm being guided to go back to that room. My guides are just guiding me back. So I go back in there. Again, she stays in the hallway. She doesn't come anywhere near that room. And I got hit a second time. And, and when it hit me, the, the negativity in that room, I, I, the thought that came to me was I couldn't stay here five minutes, let alone a night. Somebody so, was killed or what? I feel that. So, 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 fr- so, so I called out to the realtor and I said, did someone die in this house? Mm-hmm. Did someone die in this room? Mm-hmm. I could sense her reaction. She came around. She was red as a pepper. And she said, I'm actually selling this house for my best friend's parents. They both died of cancer within a few weeks of each other in this room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And so were you able to clear it? Did you know how to clear it at that time? Or did you know anybody that could clear it so that you could occupy the home? So, so this is the thing. I know I could have eventually cleared it myself. I've done a few for family with, with mm-hmm. Sage and, and mm-hmm. just, you know, affirmations. But I felt this attachment was so raw, so new, so heavy. Uh, I felt that there was still something possibly lingering. The other issue was there was a discrepancy in the backyard in terms of property line. So ultimately- Was just a bad I, deal? I, yeah, ultimately I decided to pass. And, th- and then I ended up you know, hearing that a family had purchased that house that night after me. So uh, oh. I, I, said, I said a prayer before I left, but um, yeah, th- that, that just sort of reaffirmed to me to, to not second guess. And this is what I'd like to say to everyone is, don't second guess those hunches. Become aware that's your soul or your higher aspect or guides nudging you, trying to get yeah. your attention. Never ignore your gut feeling on things. You know, and I'm a little confused, and we'll talk about this really quick because so if if the bad, if the ego part stays in the house and it's attached. I just, you know, to clear that, I'm not sending that person to the light because they're already there. So it's, I wonder, I mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert on clearing houses because I don't, I I can clear them of entities that I can take to the light, but I've never had to deal with an entity where it was just ego-based. And I don't know, you know, because Sage ain't going to do it. I don't think even holy water, I don't think is going to do it. I mean, I don't know. I'll have to talk to an expert on that kind of stuff, but what do you think? They form, they are in essence, that ego, that shadow self is in and of itself uh, attachment. So An energy. It, like, it wants to, you know, so if it lived in that house for 30 or 40 years, it is attached to that house or. or and it's hard to get it out though, is what I'm saying. It, it, would be, it would be difficult. It's possible, but it's difficult, you know, with saging and, and, and you know. Yeah, it doesn't clearing. really do it. But, but. The awareness, uh, being aware of them, that sort of uh, sends them, I want to say in some instances, we'll send them packing because they will try to make attachments sometimes if they see a vulnerability. Well, like a kid, uh, you know, exactly. like a child is what exactly. I'm thinking about. You know, and I want to bring up really quick since we're talking about this, we only got about five minutes, but you know, when you buy antiques, I don't know if people know this or not, but you got to be really careful when you buy antiques or if you buy furniture that's used or anything like that, because you guys, it all has an energy on it of somebody else and other things. So when you buy something, it's really important that you try to clear it, you know, whether you use salt or holy water or sage or, you know, uh, a prayer or whatever. Um, have you run across that kind of stuff too? I, I have actually a few weeks ago, I went into an antique store in Niagara on the Lake with a friend and we were looking, we were going through one room, which was a new room filled mm-hmm. with military memorabilia. Oh yeah. And <laughs> as as I was leaving the room with her, I was commenting how, you know, how amazing some of the stuff was. As we were leaving, I heard a big knock on the wall and there was no one. This was two o'clock in the afternoon. There was no one around us. It's a big open area. So I picked up on that right away. And I said, did you hear that? And she said, yes, I did. <laughs> she did hear it. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't think people realize that when you do buy antiques, there comes an attachment with it and you need to really be careful about those kind of things. What do you want to tell the audience? Um, we've got a few more minutes. What would something you'd like to share with us that you think would be helpful to people today, Olia? I would like to simply remind people that they are actually more powerful than they can imagine. Uh, 
it, it be coming into 5D into your own power transcends the limitations of A, the thinking mind, and B, the physical body. This whole experience is spiritual in nature. And when you're operating through inner stillness, you, re you realize everything, everyone is the same energy manifesting itself. It's where we're in the body of source energy. So mm -hmm. become clear on what you want. Right now, we're going through very challenging times uh, in yeah. the collective. And this is a reminder to ascend uh, because we are headed towards a new earth because the way humanity has been operating in that lower frequency consciousness, it's, it's not working anymore. Right. And it's time to evolve and ascend. So remember the power of your thoughts, the great yeah. power in your words. And, 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 I'll, and I'll say this, I'll leave everyone with this, is uh, this reminder. The word desire literally means of the father. So what you desire for your life is what source desires for you. Yes. Meditate upon that. Reflect on that. Uh, it's, it's a powerful reminder. That's beautiful. And thank you. Yeah, I always tell people, um, establish a relationship with God. Yeah. I have, God's my friend. I talk to him just like he's, you know, hey, what do you think about this? And can you show me about that? And, and you have to ask and talk to him and have conversation. Don't be afraid. I think, you know, our society has made us so that we don't converse with God like he's our friend, and he is. He just wants to help us. So I think that was really good information that you gave us. How can people get in touch with you? Give us some information if they want. You know, can Do they get their, their book from Amazon? Do they go to your website? Do you have a website? It, it, sure. So I have a website, julioconsiglio.com. Mm -hmm. So J-I-U-L-I-O-C-O-N-S-I-G-L-I-O.com. Okay. Okay. My books are available Amazon and uh, bookstores right now. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Again, it's just my name. Well, thank you for coming on. I will say, you guys, uh, don't forget to check out my website, nancyeralt.com, if you want a psychic reading. Um, on Sundays, I'm doing news with Nancy, where I'll give you my take on what's happening with humanity. And that's going to be, um, I'll upload it sometime Sunday afternoon. Thank you so much for coming on today. I hope you'll come back again. I would love to, Nancy. You're very gracious and very kind. It was Beyond a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. Oh, God bless you. Hey, you guys, this is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will see you next time. Everybody take care. Bye-bye. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goal.